2: Thank you so very much for joining into Adventures in the Spirit. I want to encourage you guys. I've got a free download available for you. If you go to my website, firebornministries.com, uh, you stay on there for a few seconds. You can ex- uh, download the Spirit-Empowered Bible Study Journal. Uh, it's it's activated, activating you to hear the Holy Spirit while you study and interpret the scriptures. So go to firebornministries.com for that. I'm excited for this new season guys we're on season three of adventures in the spirit and during that time uh, as you can see I've been in uh, multiple places multiple places so I'm broadcasting this from a secret location okay Uh, it's exciting that God has led my family across the United States to the mainland Hawaii uh, back across the mainland United States so I'm excited for what he's got in store for us as uh, we're pursuing the presence and power of Jesus Guys, today I'm excited to introduce you to my friend, Jennifer Foster. Maybe you you already know her from the Blazing the Trail uh, broadcast. Uh, she's the co-founder of the Fire Ministries International. She studied at Life Christian University. She rocks for Jesus, and she loves the presence of God. I've been on her program, Blazing the Trail broadcast, so I want to encourage you guys to find her on social media. Find her on Facebook, Apostle Jennifer Foster. So please help me welcome Jen to Adventures in the Spirit. Jen, thank you so much for being on.
0: Hey, Jared. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much. It's always a pleasure.
2: No, oh, it's, it's an honor. It's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, I've been watching you from a distance. I mean, I went to film school for a while, but you're still rocking the ministry, rocking Blazing the Trail broadcast you know, seeing God move in miracle signs and wonders and things like that. So uh, it's an honor to have you on the program today to talk about the presence of God, because I know that you're a psalmist, Mm -hmm. uh, you are a worshiper, you're caught up into the throne room, um, and and you just see God move in power from the presence. So uh, can you give us some of your backstory as to how uh, you, you came to know the presence of God personally in your life?
0: Yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen. So it's a little bit of a long story. So I will make it small for our audience. So I grew up in a Christian home. However, um, my parents divorced when I was six years old. And from that moment on, I began to go through um, a long season of rejection and really battling with my identity as my dad was no longer in the picture. So I had a really hard time making friends. I had a really hard time trying to figure out who I should be like, how I should behave, how to regulate my behaviors. And so I had a lot of issues with orphanhood because of my dad not being in the picture. So through this journey, the Lord began to show me some of the things that he had put in me. And one of the things that he showed me was that he had given me a gift of singing. And that when I would sing, his presence would fall. So this singing became a way for me to communicate with the Lord and to really connect with his heart. So by the time I was 15, I began to lead worship in different congregations. And for us leading worship, being Hispanic, you don't have to play no instrument because there was always a a mariachi band, you know, (laughs) there's always something going on. Everybody, everywhere you go knows how to play an instrument. So I never had to learn to play anything. So I was like the little Hispanic Kim Walker everywhere we went. (laughs) And that was my way to access the Lord but in the midst of everything that i was doing for him i was disconnected from his heart and it was not until i had an encounter with the holy spirit in 2002 at the one thing conference in kansas city missouri that was put on by Mike Bickle and then one evening the Lord said to Mike I want you to come forward because as you come forward the Lord is going to show you what is your calling and your destiny and I began to see all these young people come forward and they were coming forward the Lord was speaking to them but because I had not had very many supernatural experiences with the Lord in the area of the prophetic, I thought that it was rigged somehow, like these people were faking it or there must have been earpieces in the ears of someone or something was going on. So I was a little bit of a skeptic because I was brought up in, in a in a Baptist denomination and these things were not the norm for us. But as I came forward, I remember I turned my face and I began to have this open vision. And this was my first vision ever. Wow. I saw this woman standing on a stage And as I'm seeing this woman standing on a stage, I feel the presence of God so strong all around me, but I cannot make out the face of this woman. And as I'm sitting there looking at this film, we're talking about film backstage, this movie is playing before my eyes. All of a sudden the woman turns her face and it's my face. And then it turns to the audience and it's like this outdoor type of crusade. And I just remember inside there was this struggle that I wanted to serve God. But I was so scared because my dad had left the ministry. And as I'm sitting there struggling inside, Lord, I don't want to do this. But yes, I love you. But I want to be obedient to you. But Lord, I don't have what it takes. I remember the sweet presence of the Lord coming down. And just this this voice in my spirit says, yes, but you're not going to be like him. It's going to be different this time. And that was my first really strong encounter with the presence of the Lord. And then it's just been a journey after that that has developed throughout different seasons and many seasons of transition that the Lord is taking me through since 2002.
2: I love that. Thank you so very much for sharing that. Um, I apologize. My son was just texting me. I forgot to shut that off. <laughs> anyway. And um so I want you to know, my wife and I just recently visited uh, Forerunner Church and IHOP the the prayer center in Kansas City just recently. Uh, and you know, when I walked into the prayer center, the what used to be the church, but now it's the twenty four seven prayer. I kid you not, Jennifer. Uh, I'm walking in. I just kind of wanted to see the place and be mindful and prayerful, you know, but also not disrupt anybody that's praying but I could seriously smell uh, like a, a nice fire, you know, uh, and I knew it was, you know, it was kind of like a campfire smell, but it was a lot more sweet. And I'm looking around this place and I was like, there is no incense. There's nothing going on taking place. And I knew this was smelling the presence of God. And uh, you know, like just my spiritual sense is smelling that. And that was right there at, the IHOP Prayer Center, where you first encountered the the power of God. So Jennifer, what was the rest uh, or the next steps in your journey to encounter God since you encountered Him there at Kansas City?
0: So when I came back uh, from Kansas City, I expected things to be very easy. But we all know this, that when the Lord calls you, He must qualify you through the things that He allows you to go through. So over the next few weeks, I went through a lot of persecution and rejection (laughs) because of the call that was now upon my life and because of the assignment that I chose to say yes to. So I went through a lot of hurt and a lot of abuse. um, But in the midst of it all, I remember that the Lord would woo me into his presence. And one evening as as I'm laying in bed, it's like two or three in the morning, I'm just sitting there thinking about Jesus, and all of a sudden, I get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Nobody's laying hands on me. Nobody's touching me. Nobody prayed a prayer. Nobody activated me to do anything. I was just imagining Jesus on his throne and beholding him and in my mind's eye and just saying to him, Jesus, I love you, and all of a sudden, my English turned to something that sounded like French. And I began to woo him in a language that I have not heard ever since that day. And as I'm sitting there and I'm talking to him and I'm telling him how much I love him and whatever language it was, it sounded like French. I'm sitting there and I'm in this little tiny apartment. I mean, my mom and I, we were so poor at the time. All we could afford was a little studio apartment that was inside of a garage. And it was itty beating. So I have this tiny, tiny little twin size bed. And so there's not room for anybody else on the bed. But then I feel this arm wrap around me, Jared, and pull me in close. Like you hold your little kids when they want to go to sleep and they're whining, Daddy, lay down with me. I'm, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. And you just put your arm around them and they just zonk out. I, I feel this arm wrap around me, this giant arm. And yet it's not heavy, but it's warm and It's comforting. And then I fall fast asleep. And I remember the next day I wake up and it's like, I feel like like something has changed in me. Like I'm a different person. I was bold before in my witness, but I felt empowered not just to testify, But to love people with the heart of the Father, because I felt like there was some type of an exchange that took place that evening. That not only did He pull me close to Him, but He pulled me close to His heart. And I got to feel and to hear His heartbeat, and He gave me His heart for people that
2: night. Oh, wow. That's amazing.
1: Do you want to grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Do you want to commune with the wonderful Holy Spirit like never before? Your adventure with Him will grow tremendously as you grow through our Fellowship with the Holy Spirit eCourse. You can study the course at your own pace on your time. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit will help you know the Holy Spirit more and encounter Him every day. You'll learn His names, His character, His fruit, His personality, and more. Go to FirebornMinistries.com to purchase this life-changing program and start connecting with Him today.
2: And then since then, you when did you receive an anointing to lead people into the presence of God?
0: So that was happening even before I was baptized in the spirit, because we know that the word tells us that God's, the Lord's gifts are without repentance. So I had an anointing to lead people into the presence of God through song. But later on, As I began to study his word more and more and more, he began to open up to me the scriptures in supernatural ways that I was able to connect passages and things, even though I had not even attended Bible school yet. He began to give me a revelation of his word. So I began to do Bible study uh, and then people just began to, to come to the Bible studies that I was leading at this church and then... They began to entrust me with more things until um, I met my husband in 2006. And then I was a worship leader at a large Spanish church here in town at the time. And he was a youth pastor. But I knew that I wasn't just called to lead worship, but I was called to lead the flock of God. So when we got married, we moved to Indiana. And I began to lead the youth group alongside of him. And then the Lord just began to transition us to different areas and different things until in 2017, we launched our own ministry, which is the Fire Ministries International. And I've just been doing it ever since that as far as leading people and uh, leading groups and and different things.
2: So what have you seen God do uh, through your ministry and in your life? I mean, I was on a stream with you a while ago uh, as a guest on your program. And we saw people receiving healings and miracles during that time. So can you share some testimonies?
0: Yes, of course. So this in 2018, the Lord told me to go online and begin to preach not just to people on Facebook, but to those who would reach out to me and ask me for ministry. And so I began to get invites from pastors in Pakistan. And I didn't feel qualified to teach pastors. But there was such an overwhelming need for discipleship and for Bible schools. So I said to the Lord, Lord, what what do I do, Lord? I'm not a theologian. I'm not a doctor in theology. I'm just a little... You know, a, a little pastor here locally in town. I don't, I don't know what to do. And he said, get online and find New Testament and Old Testament surveys. Go through it, study it for yourself. Get, get before your face. Get on your face before me, and then I will teach you. And I did this. And then the Lord began to show me through all this curriculum that I was reading. There were some gaps in certain ones, so I began to piece them all together to form this new. Rich curriculum. And out of all these things that I pieced together, I developed my own curriculum and then I began to feed it to the pastors that were in Pakistan. So I would get online three, four times a week, and I would literally teach a Bible school to pastors for hours. And then at the end of that, we would pray, and anybody who was sick would come forward, and we would pray for the sick, and people were getting healed. People were getting set free. People were getting delivered. And they were being discipled, and they were hearing the Word of God directly from the Scripture because many of them didn't even have access to a Bible in their language because it was either too expensive, or it was too rural, or they just, some of them, because they were so poor, never went to school, so they didn't even know how to read. So the Lord used this as an avenue for me to pray for the sick in India and Pakistan and so many different nations, simply because I stepped out and said yes to the call, even though I couldn't even leave my own living room. The Lord made a way through my obedience.
2: That's exciting. So you jumped in fairly early online and you see people get healed and saved through these things. Um, I jumped in live streaming right before the pandemic was declared in, uh, so March 6th or 7th or so I jumped online and then it opened up massive opportunities, uh, to even preach through Skype and zoom and go into villages and, you know, just see God work healings, miracles, signs and wonders. And, uh, it's exciting even now, you know, um, we're we're reaching people, and I don't even know how it happened, but like somehow it ended up on some TV channel overseas. And you never know what God can do through this. And for me, you know, I, I'll live stream and then I'll take the audio, put it on my podcast, uh, and just you know let God you know have His way with it because it is anointed. and And I know that you're anointed. So, what have you seen God do recently through you uh, that you're just kind of surprised by as you're ministering online?
0: Amen. Uh, we've been doing um, uh, quite a bit of ministry on Glory Gospel Television
2: Amen. Yeah. out of
0: Pakistan. And as we've been doing these Mondays, I have began to see people uh, testify of even hearing the replay later on and getting answers to prayer, having so many confirmations. People have been healed. People have been set free. Because we are keeping the gospel, the main thing. We don't just preach about simply the manifestations of the spirit. But we're always careful to lead people back to Jesus, not to ourselves, not to our ministry, not to a platform or a denomination. But we always tell them, Jesus is the answer. Jesus is what you need. Jesus is what you seek. And if you seek out for yourself, then you will grow. You will get set free. Just open your word and sit before the presence and allow him to wash over you. And as people have been taking these simple steps of obedience, what would seem simple, they are experiencing breakthrough. They're experiencing miracles. They're experiencing uh, a new levels of the spirit, new levels of revelation regarding their calling, their mantles, their, their ministry, the gifts that they operate in, that they didn't even know were there.
2: Amen. Yeah. And so like, for you, I mean, I mean, I understand the anointing. There are principles to the anointing. And, uh, you know, I'm actually teaching a webinar tonight on the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Now, there are some principles that, that we know and understand. Ultimately, we need to have intimacy with Jesus. But there is a, a price to be paid for that uh, for you. Because uh, the anointing, a part of the anointing is the presence of God upon your life. So wherever you go, you know, people start asking questions, you know, just naturally comes up or, you know, maybe, you know, like I I have a friend I mentioned to you earlier backstage, Doug Roland, when he's Mm -hmm. praying and preparing for a crusade. I mean, if you're near him, you feel the presence of God and you almost want to cry or fall down and and just worship Jesus. Uh, For you, uh, what is a principle from the anointing that you've learned from the presence of God?
0: What the Lord has taught me over the years is these two things. It's always about relationship and it's not about performance. If I love him for him, not for what I can get out of him, not for the benefits of serving him, none of those things, but to simply love him because of who he is, the way that you love your wife, Jerry, the, love that I, the way that I love my husband, simply because we are in a relationship, And my heart belongs to Him. Then all the other things that require a lot of work on our behalf, those things become easy because we're flowing out of a place of presence. We're not flowing out of a place of trying. And you end up looking like who you've been with. So when you spend time with Him, that glory comes out of you because you've been in His presence. You don't have to try. You don't have to fake it. You don't have to do anything. You just be in the midst of being seated with him and sit in heavenly places. You just be and you allow him to flow through you and to love through you and to reach out through you simply as you love him. Then it's easy to love the one in front of
2: you. Oh, yeah, that's so true. You know, the anointing, you know, it's it, when we're in the presence of God, he pours out supernaturally his oil upon our life. And there's a protection and there's a presence everywhere that we go. But it starts with knowing the person of Jesus, just knowing him. Um, So I'm going to pause real quick. You already mentioned this, but I want people to know if you don't have a relationship with Jesus right now, right where you are, you could give your life to him. While you're watching this conversation between my friend Jennifer and I, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, start talking to him. Tell him he's king and Lord of your life. You know, ask him to cleanse you of doing wrong, of breaking his 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 laws. But commit your life to him and ask to know him more and more every day. And then just have a conversation with Jesus every day. So if that's you, also ask for the Holy Spirit to fill you up from head to toe. Because, uh, Jennifer, there's an anointing right now of the presence of God. I mean, I, I feel the heaviness, you know, the the, the weighty glory, the kabod, the uh, shekinah right now as, as we're having this conversation. If someone is watching this, you don't have a relationship with Jesus. Maybe you sense something supernatural. You don't have the vocabulary to describe it. That's the presence of God wooing you to know Jesus. So Holy Spirit come. So right where you are, give your life to Jesus. Start having a conversation with him. Jennifer, can you share some testimonies uh, of of a healing that you've seen recently take place through your broadcast.
0: Amen. Uh, we've prayed for several uh, people. We've been praying for 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 people uh, not just in their their area of their body to be healed, amen, but in their area of their emotions because so often not having that father figure can cause us to act in destructive ways because broken people break and hurt others. So even as we've just been talking about the heart of the Father and how much He loves us, even in the midst of our struggle, even in the midst of our darkness and in the midst of our mess, that all we have to do is say yes to Him. And it's not about doing, but it's about yielding to Him. Oh, people have gotten so free from the spirit of performance that kept them in that merry-go-round of trying to do good and failing, trying to do good and failing, and then going and putting themselves in a corner until they feel better again and then come back and trying it again. As they realize that Jesus loves them in the midst of their weakness, as Song of Solomon tells us, I am dark but lovely. In the midst of my darkness, he loves me. The chains of religion and fear and condemnation have fallen over people supernaturally. I haven't had to lay hands on anyone. This has all been done online. But because there is no distance in the spirit, the Lord is meeting people right there where they're at. And he's saying to them, listen, I know, but I love you anyway. I know you hurt. I know you struggle. I know you try, but you know what? Give it to me. Put it in my hand and allow me. make you into the person i want you to be all
2: right from there there's an anointing on you let's activate start whatever it is the holy spirit has laid on your heart whether it's to prophesy right now holy spirit come flow through jennifer right now in jesus name
0: i just want to say to you watching us and listening to us right now that you are never too far gone you know, the enemy will try to tell you, you've messed up too many times. Oh, you should know better. You grew up in church or you've heard this before. What are you doing again? But I want to say to you that as long as there is breath in your lungs, the Lord is giving you opportunity to serve him, to know him and to live for him. And I just want to encourage you right there, wherever you are at, to just lay it all down and run into the arms of Jesus and allow him with this love to watch over you. Allow him with this love to heal you from fear, to heal you from condemnation, to heal you from this feeling of having to be perfect by yourself. It is not your perfect behavior that makes you perfect, but it's your standing. In Jesus, as you say yes to him, that allows your behavior to line up with the scripture. So often we try to come and fix the behavior, but it is not behavior that leads to holiness, but it is the right believing that leads to right living. So you can try to fix your behavior on your own, all you want. But until your mentality changes into that mentality of a son, knowing that you are accepted, Even in the midst of your bad behavior and then allowing Jesus to change that behavior through his love for you and through your surrender. Then that is when you begin to walk in holiness and you begin to see results in the area of your obedience. So I just want to say to you, surrender, surrender. You don't have to fight. You don't have to strive. All you have to do is say yes to him. And allow him to be the one to do the cleaning up in your life.
2: Jennifer, thank you so very much for being on this podcast. Uh, What is the best way for people to get a hold of you for more information?
0: So you can find me on Facebook, at Blazing the Trail Broadcast. Or you can also find me on my profile, which is Jennifer Foster. And I know there's a million Jennifer Fosters out there. So if you type in Jennifer Foster, Jacksonville, Florida, you'll be able to find me through that. And then also, uh, my email is the fire, all one word, T H E F I R E dot I N T L at gmail.com if you would like to reach out to me through my email, thefire.intl at gmail.
2: Awesome. Thank you so very much. I want to encourage everybody reach out to Jennifer Foster, uh, email her, check out Blazing the Trail broadcast. She's anointed and appointed for such a time as this. Jennifer, thank you so much for being part of Adventures in the Spirit.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: So much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website firebornministries.com and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit.
0: Oh, hello. Meet Optima Health.